welcome to the Armchair Strategist, where we meet around the coffee maker every morning and turn anything and everything into a business conversation. Here are the Armchair Strategists, Dr. Kent and Randy. Good morning, Kent. Good morning. What are we talking about today? Well, you know what? We missed an opportunity yesterday. When I was working out last night, I was told that yesterday was actually National Ballpoint Pen Day. Your, your Android robot came in while you were working out and, and hopped up onto your shoulder and whispered in your ear? Basically, yeah. And, <laughs> and I, I suddenly realized we got so excited talking about pickles that we didn't talk about ballpoint pens. Yeah, so the humble ballpoint pen on this day in 1943 was first patented. 1943? June 10, 1943. Huh. You, were, you were a teenager then? Um, just actually, kidding. I think I just bought my first car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> About 1943. Okay, so mid-war. That's interesting. Why then? Well, had some cannon, cannonballs had some cannonballs lying around and, and put them on top of a, like a, I don't know, a, a very strong that, fire hose. That would be a very heavy pen though. <laughs> but did you know, here's something. Um, in the, must've been round about the sixties when we were going, when America was going to the moon and the, the space race was happening. So uh, America, American government spent millions of dollars investing in, I think it was the big company, to create a ballpoint pen that could write in, in zero gravity because oh, yeah. without the impact of gravity, the ink was not, could not flow down into the pen. And um, I believe that I, they actually did create something that worked, but it did cost a lot of money, millions and millions and millions of dollars. Meanwhile, the Russians used a pencil. <laughs> that's a great punchline. <laughs> I didn't expect that one coming. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's great. But, and now, in, okay, so that's interesting. When innovation comes and you've got it's not a better mousetrap. You've got a ballpoint pen, right? Smooth on paper. It's, mm -hmm. it's just amazing what this thing can do. And then the other guy's like, a yeah, pencil works, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is a dollar, you know? And the guy says, well, you know, but this is a better pen. Which one is a better go-to-market strategy? Well, we, talk, we hear a lot of, of talk today about the minimum viable product being the first thing that you build. And so if you're building a car, what is the minimum viable product? And, you know, maybe it's a skateboard. <laughs> um, maybe it's a bicycle. Maybe it's a, what's the progression? What's the minimum viable right. product? And I think the problem we have... Those shoes, those shoes with the little wheels in them? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I don't think in terms of middle, minimal viable product, I think in terms of minimal valuable product. So where does your customer get the most value? So in some cases, it's a ballpoint pen. In some cases, it may be a pencil. So this all comes back to knowing exactly what, um, what it is that your customer 
actually needs as a result of doing business with you. So now I have to flip this around and, and kind of um, you think always about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just like flipping things around. And if you flip a pen around the wrong direction and you're chewing on the tip, you get the mouthful of ink, which yeah, we've, we've all experienced. And the nice shirt that has pen stains on it. Mm-hmm. But the amazing thing about a ballpoint pen is it kind of represents to me what a cheap product can do to help a whole lot of people, similar to a pencil. Because I think of those, you know, those big pens that you could just get whole Mm -hmm. containers full of back in the day and they're disposable. Now, I'm not that big a fan of disposable pens. But now think about that little plastic case that if you talk to a doctor, how do you uh, puncture the airway if, if you are helping someone who's choking? Use a ballpoint pen. You jam it in their neck, right? That's kind of interesting. Um, there's this device that has sort of become part of our lives so much that it literally starts to take on a life of its own. Oh, I know we have a pen here somewhere. And boom, right? So it's this, this ballpoint concept uh, turned into something that's so widespread. It's almost like a, I don't know, a coffee maker. Right. You couldn't really do that with a pencil, right? It just wouldn't be the same. Ouch. Yeah. So, <laughs> so think about it. Think about the progression of technology. Because back in the day, the Egyptians would get a hammer and chisel of some sort and, and create hieroglyphics. To, to clear the airway? Oh. oh. <laughs> um, they may have done that. I, I don't think it's recorded. It's more, it's more like a Game of Thrones yeah. kind of thing. It's, it's not very good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's something I've never seen, so I've told I haven't either. Wow. Yeah, so we just made a Game of Thrones joke, and neither of us have, have seen it. <laughs> but, yeah, the, so the hammer and chisel to communicate, and then somebody came along and said, we can stick some lead inside some wood and make a pencil, and that's easier to communicate. And so now you don't have to be a, a sculptor to be able to write a letter. You can use paper or pencil. And then... And don't forget about like ox blood on a wall. Well, that was a nice method. Yeah. <laughs> but you have to slit an animal's neck, collect the blood, and, you know, real quick, you know, mix it up with some berries to get some good color, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, let's stop there. <laughs> so, then, so then somebody came along and said, well, pencil's cool, but pencil's. Yeah, you know, they're just not super cool. They're, they're just okay. So they created the fountain pen and then created the ballpoint pen. And then they created this thing, this, this thing here, which, you know, who uses a pen anymore? You sit down, look at screen and hit a keyboard and then... The, and, can, and can you imagine what in, in 20 years people are going to look at yeah. these as? Like, are we going to still use these in 20 years? You know, probably not. There's probably yeah. you know, probably going to punch numbers in the air because they're all up there. But but the whole thing is, every one of these inventions, regardless of how small it was, and the technology just developed, each one changed the world in its own way. Right. And so when you're thinking about business and thinking about innovation in business, thinking about your customer and what your customer needs. Every little step along the way has can have a dramatic impact on the world. So in our industries, you know, 
thought leaders, experts, the way they think about, the way we think about our businesses and the way we deliver our knowledge and the way we create impact, it's going to change. And every time we change just a little bit, it changes the world just a little bit more. So it's kind of exciting. So do you like uh, writing in colored ink? That's another thing. Um, I'm kind of boring. I'm not a colorful guy. I tend to but start... blue. I tend to Black start, or blue? Black and blue. Yeah. 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 I, um, I, you know, the, the, the pens that, that do the green, you, you know, the one that has the I, green and the, ooh. I did go and buy all these, so. We are not sponsored by Papermate. No. And, and we, do not, own the, <laughs> we do not own the trademark or, or, <laughs> or have any licensing permission for that, for that image. No, but colorful ink is funny. Uh, I find because um, if you think about red ink, it's become a cultural uh, sore spot. If you think about it, uh, that if you mark up, if I mark up your writing, oh if, yes, you know I'm editing, I'm, I'm working with you on your writing, and I mark it all up in red. That seriously impacts your day, and maybe your week, maybe your life. Like you feel like I'm tearing into it, and it's bleeding, right? It's this red, like you're, you suck, you're awful. And that's become part of the lexicon. That's, mm -hmm. you, you redline something. That's true. Well, just like you Google. So it's, it's really strange because now you know, when you redline something, it doesn't matter whether it's in red or blue, you're still redlining it. If it's printed on, a, on an electronic um, piece of paper, that's still redlining. It's weird. So did you know that rollerball pens... The only difference between that and a regular ballpoint pen is that it's uh, water-based inks instead of oil-based inks. I did not know that. But uh, it's interesting to think about flow, right? So how much flow do you want when you're writing on paper? You know, because if, if you're writing in a notebook with thin little pages and you're using a ton of flow and it soaks through to the next through leaf the next and the next one, yeah. Yeah, that's that's super interesting. Flow, volume, seeping through. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go any further. <laughs> We've been talking about blood and guts this whole episode, from the pencil through the neck to the um. Yeah, sorry. So, but going back to the to the that awesome story at the beginning, the pencil versus this incredibly valuable roller uh, ball what the lesson in that i find just remarkable um and it reminds me of my um book publishing metaphor that i'm always using or not metaphor it's a real thing i'm always talking with people about the one client who i worked with after they had spent a quarter of a million dollars writing publishing marketing their book mm -hmm. yeah. versus the person who spent exactly 57 dollars very proud of it. And if you're watching this, um, uh, Emily, you know, ping me. But the, she, she spent $57 on her book and um, had her friends and family help her and got the thing out there. And she got to profit right away. Yeah. The guy who spent a quarter million never got to profit. You know, put a mortgage on his house, never saw that money back. Well, uh, even though he sold $100,000 worth of books or something, right? So it's... It's funny how that works, but it's the pencil versus the 
the pen. The pencil versus the pen. It's the knowing your your customer base versus not knowing it. It's the solving the right solution rather than solving the thing that you want to solve. Right. And sometimes it's not about the most expensive thing. Sometimes it's about the most effective thing. Most effective thing. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So sharpen up your pencils, everybody. Graphite, lead. What else is in a pencil? I don't know. Other stuff. Other <laughs> stuff. Yeah. <laughs> sharpen them up. Bring out those awesome <laughs> old old. Uh, those those wind up sharpeners. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Every you version. Turn, of... you turn the dial to get the right oh. side pencil. And you just feel it just grind off that stuff. And I, you know, when I watched Mr. Rogers growing up and he showed how people make pencils, oh man, that was, that was classic TV. Mm. So hope everybody do a deep dive on pencils today and uh, order up some and, and use them and get your hands all, you know, blackened up here and yeah, nice. get a, get a big old thing of paper laid out on the floor. You know, graphite, or well, not graphite, what do they call that stuff? Um, no, it is graphite, right? The big chunks where you can, like, draw with it. Yeah, I don't know what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> and graphite works. Let's call it graphite. And if we're wrong, we're somebody, if we're wrong, somebody, you know, somebody correct us. Tell us what that is. And actually, tell us other ways that Bic pens, those, those classic old cheap pens, can be used. Yeah, those, those, those ones in the yellow sleeves. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Awesome. With a little blue top that we used to chew off. Yep. Yeah, yeah. that's oh man. And, and the disasters that have happened with mouthfuls of ink. Tell us about that too. That's yeah, that's, and the invention of the pro- pocket protector. That was the big thing. That's more your era, I think. That's far more my era. <laughs> <laughs> although although it's a kind of practical thing if you think about it, pocket protector. Then you can wear the same shirt for a couple of weeks, right? Yeah, absolutely. But the problem was that the if you, if your if your pen leaked, it would leak out sideways, so you'd end up with two things. <laughs> All right. Point pens, National Ballpoint Pen Days, would change the world. Yep. Well, let's celebrate pens and pencils and all the rest. And just. Just a couple of other things. Yesterday was also National Egg Roll Day. We could have like been for where people, where people all roll eggs in yeah, celebration of eggs. eggs. Yeah, <laughs> try to get the bottom unbroken. And as if that wasn't enough, yesterday was also National Iced Tea Day. Hmm. The, the rapper? I must have been the rapper. I can't think <laughs> of anything else. Oh, 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 and. It was also National Black Cow Day. Was it really? So if you Black cows. Brown cow, cow, you, you know, Farmer Brown's cow, you missed out. How now, how now, brown, brown cow? Yeah. And I, this is insane. Yesterday was also National Herbs and Spices Day. Now, I celebrated that one. Yes, so did I. It was <laughs> I had some had some great herbs and spices. I just didn't know didn't know that's why. But but there we go. So there you well, go. so you can come talk about nonsense with us. We turn everything into a business conversation. You can find me at talktokent.com. And you can find me at talktorandybaker.com. 
And that's about it. And that's it for today. Take care, everybody. Thanks for listening to Armchair Strategists. We'll circle back with you soon.